is the 77 WABC minicast. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. Let's do a little news of the week in review with two political experts. Joe Concha, columnist at The Messenger and Fox News contributor and author of Come On, Man, The Truth About Biden's No Good, Horrible, Very Bad Presidency and How to Return America to Greatness. I, I love saying that entire title. Maybe the longest, <laughs> the longest title on the Amazon Ever. website, but what the hell. And the great Charlie Hurt, Washington Times opinion editor, Fox News contributor. Charlie, I begin with you. Uh, Donald Trump in Rapid City, South Dakota, delivers a stem winder in front of thousands of people. And the South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem endorses Trump for president. A little bit of news there. Yeah. Are we looking at a Trump Noem ticket? <laughs> what do you think, Charlie? I don't know. I mean, um, you know, uh, it, it would be a formidable ticket for sure. But, you know, it's interesting um, watching that last night. I, I couldn't help but sort of be reminded of something that we've sort of kind of grown used to with Trump. You know, the guy draws a crowd. Mm. And, and you know, that's, you know, obviously we've been talking about that for years, but it's, it's kind of amazing to think about the, the number of people who will enthusiastically come out and support this guy. And I would defy anyone to find any other politician in America today who can draw that kind of a crowd and that kind of enthusiasm. And, you know, I, I, I don't know, you know, we can ha- have all kinds of debates about his demeanor and his tweeting and, you know, all kinds of things like that or the issues. But the fact remains, the in- amount of enthusiasm among regular people in America, the, among regular voters, is like nothing we've else going on on the scene today and, quite frankly, nothing we've ever seen in, in recent times. And it really is amazing. And, and it's why I think, you know, if he gets the nomination, um, uh, I, I think that he'll be unstoppable in a general election. You know, in my lifetime, I mean, obviously I worked for Reagan years ago in his first term. I love Reagan. Uh, Reagan could draw a crowd, but I don't think it was the same as Trump. I don't think so. And I think populism uh, just boils through. That's right. You know, in between Reagan and Trump, but none of those guys come close to the crowds uh, he can pull, like him or not. I mean, that's just what you're saying is a is a factoid. And, um, and, and you know, Larry, just but just really important. You know, the thing about this is, and and a lot of these people who are coming are not. Uh, not necessarily the most politically active people. Mm. And so it's our responsibility as conservatives or Republicans or whatever you want to call those of us on this side of things to uh, take that opportunity and and explain politics in a way so that they understand it. In a, and, and Reagan was genius at that, his ability to explain politics to people who weren't necessarily uh, part of politics. And Trump draws the crowd and does a pretty good job of explaining politics. But for those of us who have spent our lives fooling with politics, it's our responsibility to really explain economics and politics to them. And you do economics better than anybody. Well, thank you for that. By the way, I, uh, I said at the top of the show, um, Trump, uh, you know, his speech was an issues-based speech. Yes. Uh, issues. He hardly mentioned the 2020 race and all that as an issue speech. And, you know, Joe Concha, I, I think this... Um, you know, I know you have reservations about Trump, and I respect that. But he, probably more than anybody, 
he's running an issues-based campaign. I think that's one of the reasons uh, he's so high up in the polls. It's it's not all about the weaponization of the justice system against him. He's running on issues. In fact, Joe, let me just read you. Um, you know the tip poll, Ragavan Meyer, the tip poll. Um, yeah. It's a very good objective poll. So they uh, this is just out this morning. Americans' top priorities, economy, gun violence, and immigration. Uh, Joe, economy, 46%. Gun violence, 28%. Immigration, border security, 27%. Now, you go down the list, Joe Concha, abortion, only 11 And here's one that surprised me. Investigations of the Trump administration, 8%. Mm-hmm. So e- economy 46, gun violence 28, immigration 27, investigations of the Trump administration 8. What does that tell you, Joe? That tells you that this is a feel election. In other words, people feel inflation still being three times as high as it was when this president and Biden took office. They mm. feel unsafe in their communities. That's what gun violence is. They should call it crime. And that's why so many minorities are fleeing Biden, because they simply don't feel safe in their communities anymore. And then when they see someone get arrested, they see that same person committing another crime because we have district attorneys like Alvin Bragg Bragg in Manhattan who just make it a revolving door for violent criminals. And then obviously they feel immigration as far as the border, seven million people coming into this country illegally. Remember what seven million is, 38 states in the United States don't have a population of 7 million, and we've already eclipsed that in two and a half years under Biden. And then they see in places, not just like New York City, but small towns, Texas to Arizona and across the country, their education and health care systems being overrun by people who came into the country illegally. And then the worst part is we are paying for them as far as their housing, as far as their food, as far as their health care, and as far as their education. So people see and feel all of this. So they're willing to put aside, and I know you said I have reservations about Trump, I do only when he harps on 2020 and, right. and c- continues yeah. to relitigate that, that election. People want to hear about 2024. They want to hear how he's going to fix the country. And if he just said, Larry, you know what, it, when he's asked the next time during an interview, I've said what I had to say in the topic. You know where I stand on it. I'm not talking about that anymore. I'm talking about the future and how I will save uh, this country along with you as far as what Joe Biden and Democrats have done to it as far as crime, economy, immigration, education, and, oh, by the way, we just gave $500 million to Ukraine to make their energy cleaner. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he can, if he wins, on a, if, if it's issues, he wins, and he wins going away. Larry. You said that on the, on the TV show last night. I was My jaw dropped. I didn't know they <laughs> snuck that in there. I mean, yeah. re- really? $500 million for you? You think the Ukrainian people are worried about climate change? Seriously? <laughs> All mean, right, well, bombs are dropping on them. I'm pretty I mean, sure that's worse. <laughs> and by the way, I, I would love to hear him say what you said about 2020. I mean, I would love to say that. He knows I'd love to say that. We've actually had this yeah. conversation. He has a and good he's not future. Right? He's, he's saying, got a, I said what I said, and I'm standing by it, but I'm not talking about it anymore. I'm talking I know. About it. And she should, so. with the, regarding the uh, indictments, uh, you know, I, he should just leave it to the lawyers. Just to, don't get into it. Leave it to the, the lawyers. The problem with, with talking about the election stuff is that you're never he's never going to win a new voter talking about the election stuff. The people that already support him right. are, are you know already know all the issues about the 2020 election. 
Um, and 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 it's 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 when he goes back to the issues that he wins new voters, and he was winning them the last week of the 2020 election. Um, and of course, don't forget, 2016 was the most issue-oriented yes. election of our lifetime. Yes, a hundred percent. Hundred percent. Not because Trump was a nice guy; they voted for him because he was right on all the issues. No, you know, uh, Charlie. You know who totally hundred percent agrees with you on that? Kellyanne Conway, who managed that campaign. She says that she said that months ago, and that the so far the twenty four election is a lot more like the twenty sixteen election. He didn't get the issues done in twenty twenty, and you're right until the very end when it was probably too late. But it, but, uh, but you know, on take an issue like immigration, illegal immigration, the border invasion. He, uh, but what he did get done was he proved to Democrats and Republicans who refused to do anything about this problem for decades, for thirty years, for thirty plus years. He proved that you could do something about the border, and next time he just needs to do it and do it with the help of Congress and do it in a way that can't be undone. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Yeah. Joe Concha, let's go back. Um, Roma Dorabi, uh, communications uh, staffer for Trump, uh, with politicians, always know until it's yes. All right. That was a great line. Always know yeah. until it's yes. Talking about Gavin Newsom particularly. But let's uh, just chew on this for a second. The CNN poll that was such a shocker, Biden loses to all the GOP rivals. Uh, Trump 47, Biden 46, Nikki Haley 49, Biden 43. That's an interesting one. DeSantis ties him 47-47. Pence wins by two, Pence 46, Biden 44. And even Christie wins by two, uh, 44-42. Joe, Democrats cannot ignore that kind of poll. I mean, they got to think very hard about Joe Biden as their candidate, don't they? And, Larry, remember, that's a general poll. In other words, that's the whole country. The elections come down to basically six states at this point, right? I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I live in New Jersey. I know when I vote that it's not going to go red, and that's just the way it goes. Uh, but it comes down to basically Georgia, Arizona, Ohio, which I think has gone firmly red. So I'll even take them out of the equation. Pennsylvania. Wisconsin, Michigan, and I will throw, and I want to hear Charlie's thoughts on this, Virginia, I think, is very much in play because that state has suddenly is doing a Florida, right, under Yunkin, as far as Republicans gaining more and more control and Yunkin being impossibly popular there. I think he's near 60% approval, which is really hard for any politician to get to these days. So it comes down to those states. And the Haley number did stand out to me because she's far and away, like, above the whole, you know, as far as margin of error, uh, which is usually around 4%, she's at 6% above Biden at this point. Right. Trump looks at polls. I wonder when he's weighing, who do I have as my vice president? Christy Noem, I agree, uh, would be a very interesting choice. But Haley, as far as the foreign policy, and she had a great debate, I thought, uh, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago on Fox. Uh, that would be a pretty formidable ticket in its own right, where you have uh, Nikki Haley, who worked for Trump already. Yeah. He, she knows who she, who she uh, is dealing with. And Trump, I, I think that would be pretty powerful. 
I agree. Let's take a quick break. Uh, folks, we're talking to Joe Concha, columnist at The Messenger and Fox News contributor, and Charlie Hurt, Washington Times opinion editor and Fox News contributor. I'm Kudlow. We will be right back. Larry Kudlow. From Wall Street to the White House, this is the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. <clears throat> We're talking news of the week in review with Joe Concha, columnist at The Messenger and a Fox News contributor. Uh, and his book, Come On, Man, here it comes, folks. Come on, man, <laughs> the truth about Biden's no good, horrible, very bad presidency and how to return America to greatness. <clears throat> and my great pal, Charlie Hurt, Washington Times opinion editor and Fox News contributor. By the way, gentlemen, thank you for helping us on a Saturday morning. I'm most grateful for that. And, Joe, just, just at the end there, I think your Nikki Haley point is very important. Uh, the only thing I'd say is um, she should be a little lighter touch. You know, she's been saying Trump shouldn't run, Trump shouldn't run. I, I'd be careful on that. Um, Probably, but I, yeah. But I think you don't I like think her honesty and she's fearless, right? But well, well no, I, <laughs> and she's a smart woman, and she does have foreign policy experience. You're quite right, um, fellas. I want to just talk for a moment about this Fourteenth Amendment baloney. Uh, you're an insurrectionist, and and all these uh, Democratic secretaries of state in the various states around the country are trying to keep uh, Trump off the ballot. And there was a very good op-ed piece in the Wall Street Journal by Judge McCasey, uh, former Attorney General Michael McCasey. And he said, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. It's a, it's a civil war thing. This is not about, I mean, not even, uh, not even the special prosecutor Smith brought the insurrectionist charge. I had Senator Eric Schmidt on, former Missouri AG and now a U.S. Senator. He said it was nonsense. Even, interestingly, what's his name, Raff, Raffensberger, the Secretary of State of Georgia, if I've said his name right, he wrote an op-ed piece in the journal saying, let the people decide secretaries of state uh, cannot keep anybody off the ballot. It's not just about Trump, it's about anybody. And Charlie Hurt, I mean, this whole business question I have is this being run out of the White House. They'll do anything to keep Trump off the ballot you know, or for that matter, DeSantis, or for that matter, Nikki Haley. I mean, to me, this is craziness, Charlie. Well, of course, it is being run out of the White House. Um, you know, they are setting the tone for all of this. Um, but you know, it, and it and it reveals the lawlessness with uh, to you know that these people will de- deploy uh, when they're desperate. But of course, the big picture here is the only reason they're doing this. They're not doing this because it helps them. Uh, in, you know, some sort of, uh, you know, argumentative way, the only reason they're doing it is because they are now realize that if they that that if allow if voters are allowed to, you know, vote the way they want to vote in an election, which is called, a, a, you know, a Democratic Republic, they're going to elect Donald Trump. And and so the only reason they're doing this is to take the election out of the hands of the American people. Mm-hmm. And if that's not election interference, and election rigging and everything, you know, every terrible word you can think of for destroying democracy, then 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 such a thing doesn't exist. And it's really quite remarkable. Uh, Joe Concha, just, it raises a question. How, is this whole thing, the weaponization of the Justice Department, 
You think that the White House and Biden and so forth, you know, the senior staff people, the senior political advisors, you think they're calling the shots? There's a story out there uh, how Biden's people met with a special prosecutor, Jack Smith, before he brought the indictments. You think the White House is calling the shots here? Absolutely. They're doing it, obviously, well behind the scenes. The president and his press secretary will say, oh, no, it's it's an independent investigation. The DOJ is completely independent from us. And obviously, anybody sane and sober knows that's complete. I can't say the word. I'll just go with the acronym BS. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's just painfully obvious what's happening here at this point and what what it's going to do. I think we talked about voters who usually don't go to the polls, even in presidential elections, it goes into the tens of millions as far as people that are even registered uh, that didn't vote in 2020, for example. You don't have to grab a lot of those people who say, you know what, this, this is wrong. This is not the way our government should be acting, where we're basically targeting our political opponents and, and, and trying to take them out like we're in a third world country. All you need, really, to win this election, 12,000 votes in Georgia, flip mm-hmm. those. 10,000 votes in Arizona, flip those. 20,000 in Wisconsin, flip those. You flip mm-hmm. those three states alone, and Donald Trump is president again. And we talked about those other states in play as well, as far as Virginia. And Pennsylvania very easily could be flipped, and Michigan can be flipped. Here's the thing about this election that's happening now that I'm seeing, is it's gone from everybody focusing on Trump, 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 to that's kind of faded in terms of a fatigue almost around all these indictments and trials. And now it's finally becoming a referendum on the guy who's actually in the Oval Office and his record and his age. And, and that's why so many people now are talking about Biden possibly not being at the top of the ticket and it being, you know, uh, the, the jail guy out in California, Gavin Newsom. Charlie, what do you think about what Joe just said? Focused on Biden and the CNN poll shows how weak he is. Other polls are similar. Uh, somebody's got to step forward. Somebody, I guess, um, maybe not. What do you think? Yeah, um, it is. It's so hard to imagine, uh, Joe, you know, the incumbent in the White House. You know, there's so many advantages to incumbency in terms of raising money and the power structure that where Democrats control um, the the process and and basically bully their own voters into uh, supporting whoever their chosen nominee is. You know, the Democrat Party is is really good at that. Um, But, you know, the second problem for for Democrats, it's not just Joe Biden or just Kamala Harris. Any any Democrat that comes forward at this point has to sell Democrat policies to the Mm. American people. And the Mm. thing that's really unpopular right now for Democrats is their ideas and their policy. And we're seeing that with illegal immigration in places like New York. Uh, we're seeing it with crime. And, and then uh, what, Joe, you mentioned earlier about the about spending a half billion dollars to Ukraine for, for green, green energy in, in a war zone. Um, the, Ukraine is a massive loser for anybody who wants to, to tie themselves to it. And, that, and that's why you know, Nikki Haley has done everything she could to lash herself to the Ukraine effort. That's a loser. And, mm. and an, another reminder of why Donald Trump stormed the political scene and took over the Republican Party, because he broke from Republican orthodoxy on the issue of these wars. And he will beat Nikki Haley and the pro-war wing of the Republican Party every day of the week um, and then go on to beat Democrats on this issue as well, um, if, they, if that's what they want to make it about. And, and, and that's why Democrats are so desperate to try to talk about Trump all the time, because they think if they can make it about Trump, they can they might be able to win. But if it's about issues, they lose. 
How about a Democrat? I don't know whether it's Gavin Newsom or somebody else. A Democrat, Joe, coming out and saying, we got to get out of Ukraine. we got to stop financing Ukraine. In other words, take Trump's view. Trump says, I'm going to make peace in Ukraine before I'm even inaugurated. What if a Democrat came out and just Charlie said, it's, it's Biden's war, quote unquote. Suppose a Democrat rebelled. That, that's the irony here, right? Democrats used to be the anti-war party. <laughs> Not the pro-war party and Trump's anti-war. It's amazing. But, Charlie, you changed my mind on Nikki Haley. She won't be on the ticket for that reason. I never even considered that. So I will change my mind mid-segment and, and own it. All right. You guys are great. Joe Concha, Charlie Hurd, thank you ever so much for giving us your time Saturday morning. Most grateful. Folks, take a quick break, and we're going to talk about trust in government has collapsed. 